The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University podcast, episode 252. Yeah. Alan, how are you? Good. Feeling so good we, today. I, the, hey, there's a lot going on. I've yeah. got a live stream going, <laughs> yeah. recording what we're doing. I've got cameras recording. Like I got lights. We've got it all going full on. Full on production studio. I'm looking at ca- cameras behind. At least me, we're pretending. Me. And uh, yeah, there's <laughs> camera to the right, camera to the left. We got a paparazzi in the back. A lot going on. <laughs> a lot going on. Um, in this episode, I want to talk about how to be a good father. It's pretty generic. I was going to say, it's but, pretty, pretty vague. But you know what? A lot of people just ask that simple question. Like, right. how can I be a good father? What do I need to do to be a good father? And, yeah. and it's, there are certain things that, at least I believe, need to be done in order to do that. Right. Um, being a good father can mean different things to different people. You know, what's the end result that you want from this? Is it like that, you know, you want your child when they get older to to call you and go out to lunch? Sure. You know, you want or you want in your mind, you know, them being happy and having their own family. That's considered success. Yeah. Or maybe it's material success. Whatever your thought is to having a good relationship with your child. Mm -hmm. That's what, um, you know, that's what we're talking about. And that's what I want to convey. Um, I actually set out to define this and I, I wanted to, to really put together something that defined what it was to be a good father. And I, so I created the fatherhood formula. Mm-hmm. And if you recall, you know, we've gone over this a couple times. Yeah. I've made uh, several videos of this. I have a, a playlist on YouTube, which has all seven videos or all seven topics of the seven principles. And I've gone over each of those principles in pod in the podcast as well. Um, it doesn't matter whether you are a new father, an experienced father, or you just, you know, you want to improve some of your skills or whatever, just the fatherhood formula covers a pretty wide basis. Yeah. You know, it, it's pretty comprehensive in what it talks about. Mm-hmm. And each one of the principles to me are really, really important. And so that's why I created it. So yeah, I, like it. I want to go over those principles again, just to reiterate, because for me, that's really what it is about being a good father is yeah. that you're able to cover these principles. These are things that you do, the ways that you can be a good father. So the first one is commitment. Uh, commitment really is committing to your role as a father. Is fatherhood a priority to you? Yeah. Us men have problems with commitment sometimes. Yeah. You know, you've already jumped for many of us, we've jumped and become either married or in a relationship or whatever. And so you've gotten through that part of the commitment. And then now you've had a child and you kind of, I mean, whether you like it or not, (laughs) you have the child, Mm -hmm. but you then have to make the decision of, are you committed to fatherhood? Are you committed to, uh, you know, making that effort, improving, being really involved, all of those things that are going to, we're going to talk about, you really have to commit and make it a priority. You know, my hope is, is that you, if you're listening to this podcast, you've already committed, yeah. you know, you've already committed, you're wanting to improve things, you're wanting to do things. 
Um, so I think it's just it's 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 crucial to remember this for the future. Even yeah. though you are your priorities right now, you might be a new dad. You're very excited. You're like, yes, I I really want to be a good dad. But you have to remember that when the child is older, and you're going through some serious stuff with that child. Sure. Yeah. I'm still committed to being a good father. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Like I said, you're going to be challenged. There's a lot of challenges in fatherhood. Yeah. Things are going to pull at your time and your energy. And the commitment is really the foundation for it all, Mm -hmm. you know? And for me, that's what I think that's kind of the choice that I made about starting, you know, dad university. It's it. I knew that by doing this, for me, I was going to stay committed. And also, it's not that I wouldn't be committed to my kids. No, of course not. But it sets the mindset. I mean, it's just really resetting your mindset to say, hey, I need to really start now. Right. Put that in my mindset that I need to be committed throughout, no matter what happens, basically. Totally. So you're in it for the long haul. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely, you You prioritize. Yeah. You know, that's that's really what happens. So that's an important thing. Um you know, it doesn't matter. You can't take it lightly. You know, I should say it, this, the commitment is something that is very serious. It's something that takes a lot of effort. And like I said, you don't want to take that lightly. Yeah. You so. never stop being a parent. No. And then, you know, not to be somber, but ever. Even, yeah. Yeah. Never. Even if you pass, you're still a parent. Right. There's someone who still sees you that way. Right. Yeah. So that's the first principle. The second contact. And so, for many men, they have, they may have had a father who wasn't very affectionate, mm. you know, and, you know, they may even feel like they're, they had a good father, even though they weren't affectionate, you yeah. know, because the dad was a provider, the dad was involved with their life, whatever. But the specific thing about contact, what I'm saying is that you could have had a good dad, but they could have been even better not taking away from what they are, but they could have been even better if they would have provided that affection. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that is something that the touch is very crucial and the effects, the affection from a father is powerful and meaningful. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, give your child hugs and kisses and affection. You know, it, it really doesn't matter what age they are. You're not going to spoil them too much. I, I had the question the other day, Somebody had asked about like, you know, can you spoil your child with affection? Like too much. Mm-hmm. No, you can't, especially when they're young. Mm. Um, you know, hold their hand while they're still willing to do it with you. Right, um, right. You know, put your arm around them, sit close to them while you're watching TV. Just just remember that the contact will help you become a better father and will it, 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 it's something that's just so important. It was interesting my my son the you know and I think I was I've made I've been affectionate in in stints like where I notice that I'm like feel like I'm pulling like I'm not as affectionate in certain times and so then I will like consciously be more affectionate yeah. you know with my children. And it was interesting because the other day I was walking with my son and he's 11 now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, he's much, he's a fairly affectionate child. Not like my daughter. My daughter's very affectionate, 
but he grabbed my hand when mm-hmm. we were walking mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, that is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, cause as an 11 year old boy, it's like, he's becoming more, you know, he's cooler, show, his friends, yeah. whoever, yeah. but we were walking somewhere and like, I was like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of this. Like yeah. he's willing to hold my hand. Yeah. And at first I gotta be honest. It was like, whoa, like I was a little bit taken aback because I hadn't <laughs> yeah. held his hand in quite a bit. Sure. And as he's older, but it was awesome, mm-hmm. you know, and I put my arm around him and I was just like, uh, you know, I just, I felt that felt really special to me. Yeah. And the fact that he was willing to do that too yeah. was cool, you know? So that contact, it, it helps create that bond. You mm-hmm. know, there's other things that we'll talk about that help create a bond, but that, that contact is really, really good. Um, the number three principle connection, mm-hmm. um, all humans thrive on connection. We need connection. The negative part is that if you don't connect with your child in a good way, yeah, they are more likely to connect to others in a bad way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, fathers can connect to their kids in many, many different ways. The, the, the contact that I just talked about, um, you know, through play through, um, you know, reading with them and, and doing things with them and spending that time that you can, you can create that connection, talking with them. There's all different ways that you can connect with them, but the connection takes a lot of effort. I will say Mm -hmm. connection is one of those things that doesn't always just happen because you're the parent. (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah. You have to make that's one. Of, that's one of the things that actually takes a lot of effort. And <laughs> sure. so if you make that effort um, and for some for some guys and, and fathers that that connection idea is is uncomfortable. It's foreign. It's not something that they were used to because maybe they didn't have as much of a connection. So they don't really know how. Right. Sometimes that on an emotional level. Um. And, and keep in mind, we also have a tendency to connect with our children and the same thing we try to do with our spouse in the way that feels good for us. Sure. You know, so we do things because we like them. Yeah. Instead of thinking about how the other person might connect. Yeah. And that's something that's really important with your child. What is it that they like to do? What is it that they like to talk about? You know, and. This is a situation where you can't think about yourself when you're trying to connect with the other person. You need to do what they want to do to connect. Yeah. That's how you connect with them. It's not about you at all. Yeah. And so keep this in mind, fellows, for your for your spouse as well. (laughs) Right. Yeah. A lot of these principles are applicable to relationships. You don't do what you think you want. Yeah. Uh, You do what they want. Right. And for your children, it absolutely, you know, like if let's say your child's into gaming, you know, it's you going and playing a game with them. Yeah. You know, or if it's a sport, you going and playing the sport with them. Mm-hmm. Or if it's music, it's listening to their music with yeah. them. And, you know, certainly you can try to connect to them with things that you're interested in. Like, you know, a dad bringing his son to a car show. Sure. You know, because the dad loves cars. Yeah. Okay, well, the kid might like cars. And it might spark an interest. Maybe. Yeah. And maybe that's how they connect. My dad and I used to go to baseball card shows, mm-hmm. you know, and so because I liked to con- I liked the cards and my yeah. dad knew that. And yeah. so he connected with me that way. He was smart about it. He knew, I was like, all right, Jason loves these shows. We'll go to these shows. So, I mean, he understood that, yeah. that in order to, maybe it was my mom that helped him, yeah. but he understood that that's how he's going to connect with me. <laughs> right, right, know? yeah was by doing something that I enjoyed. 
Um, the fourth principle in being a good father, communication. So we often think that communication is talking. And with kids, it's listening. Mm -hmm. So good communication with a child is you listening to them. It's not you talking to them. Right. And we have a tendency as men not to always be good listeners. I mean, it just as a stereotype and in general, um, I know that I've had to practice being a good listener. Mm -hmm. It's not something that came naturally for me. Yeah. So I had to practice that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I hear that. Cause I always, always thinking of the next thing to say, yeah. you know, like even if my wife's saying something, I'm like, I'm not even listening. I'm thinking of what I'm going to say in response to it, <laughs> right. you know, instead of actually listening, <laughs> as you can tell, I like to talk. <laughs> And so, um, you know, we have a tendency even to provide advice when we're not asked, you know, and our children will say something and then we immediately give them advice or our yeah. spouse says something we give them and they're not asking for advice right. at all. We they're had that just, discussion about yeah, that. Like that was one of my big pet peeves growing up is that when people just try to throw advice down my throat, I'm yeah. like, I just want to talk about <laughs> whatever it is I'm talking about. I don't need, like, I understand, I know, actually know what to do. I just need to get off my chest. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and so here's the thing, too, is that only 7% of communication is what you say. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the other 93% is how you say it and your nonverbal communication. Right. So and if you don't believe this, think about when you were a kid and your parent just gave you a look. <laughs> right. They didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. They just gave you a look and you knew exactly yeah. what they were thinking. Yeah. My father told me about because my 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 grandfather on my dad's side was gone before I was mm -hmm. even born. But he told me because he, he never laid a hand on me, but he gave me a look and made me start with exactly what I was doing wrong and <laughs> rethink yeah. everything. Absolutely. It, that, it, that's nonverbal communication. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can do that with with my kids like you know, just it's like this stunned look or it's yeah. a little bit angry. Like, yeah. what are you it's about like, to do? And and we just know, you know, we know that with our spouse too, like that nonverbal communication. <laughs> it's like, you just know. And so, um, you know, the parent sometimes doesn't even need to say anything. And yeah. so that communication, think about it, about listening to your child if you want to communicate with them. Yeah. That's what's important. Yeah. Uh, the fifth principle, uh, character. If you want to know how to be a good father, lead by example. Your character and how you handle yourself is absolutely crucial. Mm -hmm. The child is watching you. They're listening to you. They're doing exactly what you do. Mm -hmm. If you don't think so, just watch your kid <laughs> yeah. or listen to your child. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they will repeat monkey see, monkey do. It doesn't yeah. matter. The good things and the bad things, you will see them do those exact things. They're picking things. up on all things. Yeah. And sometimes that's great. And sometimes yeah. it's. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to like, watch. All oh, right. He picked up on this or mm. she, she's doing it. And then that one you don't. Yeah. You don't want that. Great. 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 Oh, yeah. that one. No. So how are you treating mom? How, how are you treating the people around you? You know, are you expecting things of your child that you're not doing yourself? Because I said, whether it's positive or negative, you are showing them the way through your character. Right. No question. Yeah. So got to have good character if you want to be a good father. The number six principle in being a good father is coaching. And I'm going to explain this. You need to switch your thinking from being a parent to a coach. 
And so what that means is like when your child messes up, you're not yelling at them. You're showing them the proper way to do something. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it is that they messed up on, maybe they said something wrong, maybe they did something wrong. You're showing them the right way to do it. Getting upset at them doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't teach them anything. Mm -hmm. So it's important just to, you know, to know that and kind of switch your thinking a little bit. Think about it yourself as a coach, like a coach preparing a player for a game. We as parents are preparing our kids for life. They need to be able to do things for themselves and they need to learn the ways of the world. So it's our job to, you know, let them do the things on their own. It's okay if they fail, they're going to get up, try again. But like I said, you're acting as a coach, not as a parent. And it's a very different mindset. And for me, when I made this switch, it was pretty profound that I changed the way that I was parenting um, because I was really thinking of myself as like a teach as a teacher, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like, okay, they didn't understand this. They're doing this wrong. I've got to show them the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's, it's important with what they say, how they talk, what they do, all of that. And then the seventh principle in trying to be a good father is consistency. So here's the example I would give is if you want to get in shape, do you just go to the gym for, you know, a weekend and all of a sudden you're totally ripped, (laughs) you know? Good for Beavis, you. Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally got to get Yeah, if you want to lose weight, you don't just eat healthy for a couple of days. Like, whoa, those pounds just yeah. fell right off. You're right. You know? No, when you want something to be effective, you have to do it over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's the same thing with being a good father. You have to do these things over and over and over again. Nothing happens quickly. It is something that we've been, you know, implementing for years. Yeah. And then finally the child is like, oh, I get it. Yeah, right. You know, and you want them to understand it right away or whatever it is that you're trying to, and it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, this is something that takes time. Mm-hmm. It is a marathon. It is not a sprint. Yeah. That's like really most skills, what fatherhood is. Like any skill you develop, right. that's 90% of it. You're not naturally good at just everything. Right. And the principles in this video, whether we're talking about the contact, we're talking about communication, coaching, you have to do them over and over and over again for consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, and the truth is, is we get lazy. We're tired. <laughs> you know, it's easier to not be consistent. Yeah. It really is. And if you're watching this video, listening to the podcast, whatever, um, you just have to know that it's going to take a lot of effort, but it is so worth it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's these seven principles. I feel like the fatherhood formula sort of outlines these things that if you're able to do all of these things and granted, you may have to do not do all of them perfectly. You could still be a good father. But if you can do all these things and you're pretty consistent with all of them, it's pretty amazing how that will turn out. Yeah. And, you know, I'd like to feel like, you know, I'm making that effort to do all those things. You're never going to be perfect. Right. You know, but knowing that, you know what, hey, maybe today I was really good at this, this and this. Tomorrow I'm going to try to do that, that and that. And that's why I said, like, even with the affection, I'm not affectionate with my kids all the time. Right. 
But I know I can feel that and be like, you know what? I, oh, I need to go home and hug my kids. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, 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 there, there's those evaluations consistently and I'm not beating myself up over it, but it's like, you know what? Maybe I need to concentrate on that a little bit more. Right. So we'd love to hear from you. What do you think it takes to be a good father? Um, Alan, if they have comments or feedback, what should they do? They should email us podcast at daduniversity.com. Maybe hit us up on our social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, pretty much at daduniv or daduniversity. Just look us up and, um, make sure that you go to YouTube. There's a lot of great videos about dad university, including stuff that we talk about on the podcast and the podcast itself. And if you do nothing else, go to the podcatcher you're listening to us on now, whether it's Apple or Stitcher or wherever you can find us um, and subscribe to that channel and leave some comments because it really helps perpetuate the show. Awesome. Well, as always, Alan, thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.